Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 374 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Krista Hoog, and I'm joined by Dana Eileen. That's me! Hello! And Jordan Biardi. How you doing? Oh, you know, it's, uh, it does feel like it's been a week since we did this last, but here we are, because time has no meaning. Okay, I was no, talking it's... to the audience, but you know, that's, uh, whatever, self-involved. Oh, oh well, God. <laughs> Heaven forbid we <laughs> converse with each other. Right? I care about you, Chris. So No one ever asks how it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's been a it's been a, a bit of a roller coaster week, somewhat, for considering it's uh, this close to the end of the the end of the year. A lot of people are getting their announcements out. We got a surprise uh, indie world showcase from Nintendo that was kind of unexpected. Dun dun. Yeah, I was a little I was surprised at that. Um, just because, like you know, usually like especially with indie stuff, it's like you see typically see it a couple times during the like the year a little holiday showcase though. And that being said, like a lot of it was like later for 2022 as well. Like most of these games yeah. were like a year out too, which is uh, again surprising timing. I really yeah. like to have a lot of like, oh, it's available now type of games on on, on these showcases. But uh, kind of a nice palate cleanser actually after the Game Awards uh, reel of trailers, which were all kind of like grim, dark, and horror based, and and we'll see them in 14 and... years. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where, where where the Game Awards were like all dark and violent, this was like a very lighthearted folksy kind of showcase most of these games are kind of like music based and yeah kind of a nice palette cleanser so to speak yeah it was uh it was really nice to see um you know but that's also but that's also like really indicative too of like the state of like the individual game industries right like everything triple a has to be this big performative like grim dark thing whereas like indie developers actually like take a lot more chances and do a lot more uh like creative stuff right artistic yeah it's, there's some substance to it maybe so we're oh, look at substance. It. yeah um yeah so jordan you, you you actually watched it what kind of stood out for for you in this, uh, in this um showcase? well i mean so first first of all like i was pretty amazed to see like when the the very first trailer that came out they it pretty much like set the bar pretty high for me um for uh, it was uh, Sea of Stars, which is mm-hmm. this really nice looking like 16-bit uh, open world RPG kind of look like combat. Uh, it, we didn't see too too much of it. Looks like it plays like almost like Chrono Trigger, but I don't think it's going to be like active turn based. But we'll uh, we won't know. And uh, the thing, and so like right away, I was like, wow, like this because I saw I saw the uh, I saw like in the beginning it was from the like the creators of the Messenger. And the messenger, I mean, number one, it's it's a it's a ninja game, so like it's my jam. But it's also like a genuinely amazing game. Like it's up there, you know, in my in my top, you know, top ten indies. Um, so I was already uh, excited to see that. But then they actually announced within the trailer that this game is a prequel to the messenger, like set in the same universe. So I was like, ah, so. That made me really happy. It look yeah, it looks really cool, really fun. Um, I love to see uh, River City Girls too. Again, looked like looked awesome because River City Girls was such a such an awesome uh, like you know return to form for beat 'em ups. Uh, like the last you know the last one that I played that I genuinely really liked you know sort of in a similar vein was uh, was uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, uh, which which again like you know both both in comic and in video game like took a lot of 
inspiration from like the original River City Ransom on the NES. Uh, so this just looks like more of a really good time. Um, yeah, the, there's uh, there's even a playable character in River City Girls Two uh, named Cunio, which is like the name of the character you play in the River City. Oh yeah, yeah, because in, in River City Girls, the the whole the whole twist is um that like you you play as the girlfriends of um of uh, Riki and Cunio, and they're going to like save them this time. So now in this one, it's like not only are are the like are the girls playable, but also like the yeah, the guys are playable too. And then I think that they have two also like completely brand new characters. Yeah, like six six playable characters in total is pretty pretty sweet. It's Although nuts, it's farther yeah. off than I'd like to see, but uh, <laughs> I was yeah. it was coming out soon. But yeah, that was another um, thing too that like, that was like kind of a bummer about a lot of the indie showcases. Was that a lot of stuff is set for like if not like mid twenty twenty two, then like late twenty twenty two. Like yeah, Sea of Stars isn't is it slated until uh, until holiday right of twenty twenty two? So it's a long time to wait for these. Oh things. wow, that's an early. Um, um, I know Ali Ali World that I think is the soonest. That's February. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking holiday. There were one or two that were out uh, the same day, like the Let's Play Oink Games collection. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, most of them are like at best summer, if not holiday 2022. But uh, well, uh, that's not true actually. Endling Extinction is Forever is uh, spring. Let's that one actually. Play Oink in- Games is already available. Yeah, we just said that. I'm just saying. You're saying everything's coming so late. I'm like it's already available. I was, oh, I yeah. was, I was actually pretty like surprised because even though it looked a little jank, because sometimes that's like a that's like a a, a risk you run. I think with a lot of these like indie showcases because they are indie games, so like you know they can look a little janky in the trailer. Um, but I, I hope it's it's it just ends up being endearing. Is that um, it was uh, Alicia, the Oblivion of the Twin Goddesses. Mm. Uh, because I like the fact that, like, well, for one, it's good. It's like a Switch exclusive indie, um, but also that, like, it's it's a it's sort of like a co op puzzle game where, like, it sort of like um, I guess uh, incentivizes you like to have like sort of like one person playing on the TV and one person playing in handheld, um, like between the two characters. And I I like the idea of sort of what they said in the trailer that like depending on like the the two the two like different characters whoever you're playing as it's like you have a different soundtrack so like when you hear the two soundtracks sort of like blending together from the different sources like it creates a kind of like a unique experience and i really like the idea of of developers like trying these weird interesting things out with the switch because the switch is such a unique system right like mm-hmm. yeah like those it's... those unique uh, control schemes are a nice a nice touch for sure um, um... I, I, I was pretty uh, pretty interested in that ending game. It looks like a neat uh, concept with uh, with the mo- the mother fox protecting three cubs. And yes, that like feels things. amazing. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that one in spring. I want to see a little more like details on that, but I like the the approach of that. And uh, Omori, the uh, the the one more thing announcement. Yes. Oh, um, don't get me started on that. I, I've not okay. heard of this game before this announcement, but I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll check I... this out when it comes out. I've seen it around because it's one of those games where it kind of comes up like, you know, it, um, like when you look for games that are like sort of similar to like Undertale or it, it, it shows up a lot if you try to search for horror games on Steam. Uh, I've seen it pop up a lot. Um, I think it does. It does have like some like kind of like scarier like moments where you go into like dreams or something and, and it gets kind of twisted. Yeah. Um, like they, they even said in the showcase, like, yeah, this game does deal with some heavy it, stuff. Yeah. Uh, just as a disclaimer, which is always like. Huh. Okay. It, it looks must so really... adorable. Like I'm just it's, looking yeah, at it. Yeah, it's it's, it's got a really nice art style. Um, I was uh, I was happy. I was really happy to see uh, uh, Chikori, 
land on the switch although i still i i don't know how well it would work on this i guess it's got, I guess it's got a touch screen so um as i kind of you know I, I said in my review like you know I, I like the way it works on uh on on a computer particularly one like the surface book where you have a pen and you can sort of draw on the screen while you're playing um so i think it'll probably work pretty well on the switch but you know i I'll, anything uh, anything greg does uh, i'll put my i'll put my my seal of approval on so Bring it to the honestly, Switch. I don't honestly, care. I, I, I've had a Switch for four years, and I barely ever use touchscreen mode on it. Like, Not a lot of games really use it, it, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It's like if more games actually use... Like, I didn't... I was... I'm still, to this day, like, very confused as to why Smash Bros. doesn't have touch controls when the whole, like, menu screen is laid out with these giant touchable buttons. It's true. Like... It's true. It's so stupid, but... I was I was a little pissed off, I'll be honest, um, about that whole one more thing announcement because I was genuinely like genuinely gearing myself up and 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 exceeding my own expectations that the announcement would be for uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Play I played a, I, I did play myself. I've been playing a lot of Hollow Knight lately, so I was just like getting really excited for it and. I was like, here it is. We're finally getting the the release date. They're gonna they're gonna give it to us. Silk Song is coming. Just, nope. No, there's no worry. You weren't you weren't alone in that. Like I I was actually even thinking like, oh, okay, here it comes. They're doing one more thing. Yeah. But uh, you know that's not. Uh, mm. It's it's ready when it's ready. I guess it's just weird that it's been so yeah. long. Well, you know, it's but this is the whole thing because I was kind of reading up a little bit about it too, and I didn't I didn't fully know this that like apparently um Silk Song was sort of planned as just like dlc for hollow knight but like they like they just they kept adding to it and adding to it to it, to it got to the point where like it could have been its own game so like it just i think this is just that's the that's the whole like that's the whole sort of double-edged sword of it right it's just like the, that like it's going to be so jam-packed with stuff to do and you know it's going to be such a good game but like they probably need way more time than than we're like being patient for to uh to get it like uh finalized and it's and it just even just based on the trailers alone that they've shown about the silk song like it just like like the hornet moves moves so much like differently from the from the night like the the whole like structure of the game has to be changed for like you know things like zipping around and sort of like grabbing ledges and so it's yeah it's gonna be a completely different kind of game so as much time they can take as much time as they need i just i'm just really anxious for it yeah, that's that's all on fans and their expectations. I can't blame the developer or Nintendo for that. Yeah, no, it is. I don't... It is good to the point. It's like, okay, please show us something, say something. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah. so yeah, that was that was the the indie world showcase that no one saw coming. I kind of thought Nintendo was done making announcements for the year, but hey, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, one announcement that I wish hadn't been made uh, this week, though. <laughs> uh ubisoft is branching into that uh pro- proven uh, bonzi scheme financial <laughs> bonzi scheme decision i'm trying to be diplomatic <laughs> ponzi, <laughs> scheme. The, ponzi scheme yeah the, that, oh, yeah okay yeah that, that's what i was looking for yeah uh ubisoft's getting into, <laughs> N- into nfts yes and even their own developers are kind of like what the hell is this about was this for stalker too no, but that's that's not Ubisoft. I mean, they're terrible for it too. Oh, as this well, is a different thing. Okay, because I know yeah. the Stalker Two one; those got canceled already. Yeah, because sure, because nobody wanted them because it's like they're NFTs. Yeah, uh, is Ubisoft staff is like I don't, I don't understand. 
Why so is this happening? The, Ubisoft basically wants to launch their own NFT like platform because you know everything. Yeah. Uh, because it's like if you didn't want the stupid Uplay thing, people are definitely going to want a platform by Ubisoft to buy NFTs. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just it's so. It's if you if you needed any more reason to hate Ubisoft, and uh, <laughs> it's like wow. <sighs> It's actually funny. Well, I was know, like, maybe maybe they figured, uh, you know, there's so much crap going on <laughs> elsewhere. Let's sneak this in. Let's just yeah. let's just let's just try to get a a hand on the NFT ball, and then you know, while everyone else is distracted by worse things, <laughs> we can't get away with uh, selling, you know, like experience boosters anymore for the you know for the games that we purposely made grindy and bullshit. Let's start selling NFTs now. That'll make us a little extra money on the back end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they they launched a NFT platform called Ubisoft Quartz to to add NFTs to Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint. Why there, of all places? Like, was this this seems just like like I said, like a really underhanded like let's just sneak this out there and see what happens, you know? Like, no one Ghost Recon Breakpoint is not as big a deal as say Riders Republic or Assassin's Creed or something. Like, we've got bigger things going on. Let's let's sneak this in here and. See if anyone gets mad at us right away, and instantly their own employees were like, "What the hell are we doing? Why? Why is this happening?" <laughs> no bueno. Nope. And yeah, it was kind of a, a weird a week in terms of NFTs as well. I mean, it's always a weird week when NFTs are involved. Um, but uh, Peter Molyneux also was in the news this week uh, regarding this questionable form of quote unquote currency. Uh, his new business simulator legacy has apparently sold around 40 million uh, pounds of nfts for their blockchain um it's a town management game with its own cryptocurrency and they were selling nfts of virtual land for real money and uh raked it in apparently so Wait, reality actually, is just ridiculous right now they actually did this i thought this was just like a like a like concept and people were like ew why would you do this ever yeah, no, it turns out uh, his 22 can studio has sold around 40 million pounds of, uh, of NFTs. Or, oh god, I'm so bad with the European currencies, uh, uh, pounds or euros. I think it's uh, pounds. Uh, yeah, NFTs no, it's pounds. Blockchain business simulator legacy mm-hmm. before it's even released. Oh god, we're just, uh, you know, destroying the planet and ruining everyone's lives. You know, the, the, the whole thing is kind of weird to me because it's like, it, it's just a JPEG also. Like it's not even really a JPEG. It's like a non-JPEG. It's literally nothing. That that like, that's that, what's so weird too is that like okay, people spend money on whatever, like they'll spend money on anything, but like it's it's something that that's destroying the the environment, but it's also just a JPEG that you can just right click and save. <laughs> like yeah, dude, people not know how to right click and like save things on their computer anymore. Like oh, but I've got a whole folder. It. You just you, you just copy it. You don't own it. <laughs> Yeah, but like you don't you don't technically own NFTs either, realistically. Mm-hmm. Like, because they're kind of like nothing. Like, they're not real anything. It's just like you own you own the receipt for like the concept of the thing. Mm-hmm. A you don't own a thing. You were like, hey, I want to own this, and they said, okay, but you don't. It's not like you have the JPEG on your computer. You just have a piece of digital paper that says you technically own this. It's like seeing this. It's like is is the GameStop stonk situation still going on? Like, are we still no. in full blown financial ridiculousness? No, it's not. It's not that bad. But I mean, anything that if you get into 
like NFTs and crypto is just like it's yeah. just it's John Oliver put it put it the best is that it's not you're not investing you're gambling and that's <laughs> yeah, what it is it's a gamble you're just gambling on stuff on the idea that these things are going to actually be worth money literally anything anyways oh, uh, speaking of, why speaking also of, of, of Ubisoft uh kind of a surprise well half surprise announcement from them this week and that they are remaking Splinter Cell uh, this is something that we had speculated on back in October. Yeah, we have a couple times. Um, this specifically in October, I know there was talk about them coming to VR and stuff too. Um, but yeah, we knew. Let me uh, let me just uh, let me just let me just gear up to uh, to treat this announcement with a nice uh, you know. <laughs> I uh hooray so, Ubisoft a... they're <laughs> a still a really good company that people definitely want to be working for <laughs> uh, um I'm in a an Xbox like chat group and the the general consensus like people are like yeah Splinter Cell and then there was like yeah could we have a new game though please <laughs> <laughs> like, just, yeah. just one maybe <laughs> so I don't Sorry. know I'm just, I'm always very bitter when it comes to Ubisoft. Because mm-hmm. you're our impartial writer. Well, <laughs> listen, uh, at a certain point, impartiality needs to take a backseat and like reality needs to be addressed. And, mm. you know, the fact that, uh, that many, that, you know, that Ubisoft still has, has not really like suffered any casualties for, except for the ones of the sacrificial lambs <laughs> whose names got brought up during that whole, like, you know, yeah. sexual assault investigation you know uh Yves Jumeau still has not like come out and said what he knew or like like what he like planned to do about any of it most of the people who were like you know problem makers like that like the higher ups are still working there and even like in a, in recent reports so many Ubisoft employees have still said it's still a shit toxic place to work for and they don't yeah. feel like safe there so I it, forgive me for not getting excited about a remake of fucking Splinter Cell. You know what? Actually, I I, I was excited for a second, and then I realized I was thinking of Siphon Filter, not Splinter yeah. Cell. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Tom Clancy. Okay, yeah. more Tom Clancy stuff. Yeah, okay. that's all we all need, right. right? It's Ubisoft's bread and butter. Is friggin' Assassin's Creed and the Tom Clancy brand. It was it was it was a real crash because like, oh cool PS One <laughs> franchise is coming back yeah this would be cool oh and like and don't get me wrong I wanted to be excited because you know I sank more hours than I can remember into the first Splinter Cell on the GameCube you know to the point where I got so good at the game I could literally like go through with it with literally without using the the gun at one point I just I would <laughs> just like I got so good at it because I loved it so much but it's just like it's hard for me to love anything Ubisoft does now. And this is their uh, Toronto studio too, actually. Interesting. Yeah, it is. So, so I mean, kudos for a Canadian studio. <laughs> yeah, so, I do so know people kudos. that worked at Ubisoft Toronto, and they are no bueno. But um, that's a different podcast for a different day. I'm trying to find yeah. a silver lining somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Indies again. 
Yeah, let's go. Back, back ten minutes ago, when we were happy, let's go back and talk. I was mostly just confused. The fox is dying. Yeah. Suck. <laughs> uh, for yeah. you know, you gotta make uh, choices and keep your foxes alive. That was a really grim trailer too. Like just, just like those like cheery voiced announcers being like, "How many of your cubs survive is up to you." And I'm like, "No, the cubs." I want them all to survive. The horrible nuclear winter. I want them all to survive. I love foxes so much too. They're so cute. That's the other thing too. Like my daughter was like super into them, so I'm like, oh, this could be fun to play with her. But then yeah. and it is kind of dark. That's screwing it's, this one it's, first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, 99 Studios come back and, and revive <laughs> Splatoon filter, please. Um, yeah, <laughs> we want that more than uh, Splinter Cell. Uh, yeah, uh, CD Projekt Red. Uh, it's been about a year since uh, Cyberpunk came out. Uh, I remember seeing um, like on my on my time off today. It was all this like backlash from the original launch. Uh, but a, a, a year now to the day, to the day almost, they mm-hmm. have settled a, a an investor lawsuit uh, for whopping one point eighty five million dollars. Yeah, this uh, was this this was the this is the one that they that that sort of launched right after Splinter Cell came out, right? Because they were like, this game was uh, like such a mess. How did you ever put this out? And we now we're losing a ton of money. If I'm if correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, that this all stems from from investor complaints, uh, based yeah, that, off the launch. Yeah, so it, yeah, it, it, it should have never like, gone what out. The hell right? did you do with our money? Essentially, yeah, which is always mm-hmm. a good look to have. Yeah, and then you know, unsettling is certainly uh, you know a good look also. But I guess I guess it's I mean I guess what other choices did they have? They were gonna fight this in court. Like, no, we did definitely intended for the game to be broken like that. That's the punk side of the cyberpunk. Yeah, no, you you really don't want to drag out a fight with your investors. That's not in the <laughs> no. best interest. No, um, especially that scrappy indie studio known as CD Projekt Red. They can't afford a loss like this. I mean, they've been here before, haven't they? Uh, have <laughs> they? Or more or less, like if not, maybe if not in on... this direct circumstance of fighting with their their investors, but like the you know being on in the firing lines like this. Yeah, um, they're a that weirdly being, that being controversial said, company I, for. I, no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say that for 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 a company that's so like beloved by the fans, like they're, they're it's like yeah, it's like no matter what they do, they sort of always sort of end up in, like in the firing line, like you said for for some like next level BS. Like I don't know what should, it is. Should know better. That being said, I I did recently buy Cyberpunk twenty seven for ten dollars at sw- at the source. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking forward to booting that up when the PS five upgrade is available. Yeah. <laughs> I would say ten dollars is probably a, a solid amount to pay for Cyberpunk. Yeah, no, that felt safe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was that felt fair for the the quality of the product, especially for the uh, the PS5 version too. Essentially, so you know, PS5 yeah. game for, for ten bucks eventually uh, is, is yeah a good investment. Um, Wasn't the yeah, PS4 kinda, version I, like the worst? I, it was apparently. Yeah, uh, I had friends who were playing on Xbox One and said, "You know, it's not that bad. It's glitchy, but it's still kind of fun." But uh, I mean, you know, yeah, everyone's tolerance for that's going to be a little different. <laughs> um, you know, to, to go through those glitches and have just a pretty generic experience is uh, you know, yeah. Why? It, I guess it, it, uh, the only people I think that really benefited from it were like streamers who could really make a show out of how just how bad it was. But if you're like the average player who is like trying to get invested and actually like you know be a part of the world. Um, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna settle for any of that. I think even streamers too were like so unhappy with it. Just because mm. Oh, bad it was. 
I, I was actually watching our, our, our writer Clement play it the night it came out, um, and it looked good, but he was also playing it on a you know a pretty good rig. So like, this is a yeah. VR expert who needs that beef, that beefy mm-hmm. system. So um, yeah, no, I, I can't imagine going through that on anything less. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, hopefully they can put this behind them though and actually get, <laughs> turn the things around in 2022 when they have, when they release the, that update. But, and, and weren't they, weren't they talking at one point about a potential switch port for this? I, uh, I vaguely, vaguely remember. I think, I think they were humoring the idea. They were saying like, you know, they were going to focus on the other systems first and then like, and, and maybe it was possible just because of like what they were able to do with Witcher three, like, to see if it was possible to bring cyberpunk to the switch can you imagine how bad that one would have been i think humoring is the right choice of words for that because it's like what if you put it on switch (laughs) i mean i love i love the switch but sometimes it's like i was uh, when i was on the plane ride to uh san francisco um for reasons i'll talk about later um i I just booted up uh like the the mario all-stars collection and I started playing uh, Mario 64 and I, I didn't realize like to the degree to how like poorly optimized the graphics are in that game because it's like just 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 the first mission of bob Battlefield, you know, the fight with King bob And if that camera goes like, you know, maybe I, I want to say like, you know, five feet away from Mario, he just turns into this like low poly, like mess of a character. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is this? Like everything's broken. This shouldn't be like this. Yeah. You know, uh, we all know their weird track record with emulation and textures. Yeah. And stuff like that. But, uh, I, 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 I've actually tried that game in that collection. I, I went straight to the galaxy. Oh, I, I recorded a video of it on my Switch. I needed to post it on Twitter, but I completely forgot. It was just, it was so unfortunate. I was like, wow. <laughs> this is your well, quote-unquote HD remaster, is it? Well, HD is a relative term. It's been around for 10 years, you know. it's Maybe it's HD by 2008 standards. <laughs> I would have preferred to play it on a CRT TV. It was... I well, I, I do know a silver lining this week. Um, okay, let's hear it. Dana, uh, tell us about Winterfest and Fortnite, because uh, oh, we've been all over this. He's played it more than I have. Uh, so I I have been playing Fortnite for many a year, so I always get excited for for Winterfest. Um, I I dig... <laughs> okay. Uh, I dig um, my, my daily gift for, I think it's 14 days. It's to like June 6th or something like that. You do the math. I don't know. Uh, go to your little cabin, pick out your prezies. There's a Matrix-looking one in there. Um, quick, quick pointer. Go stare at the fire for a little while. You'll get something, something. Um, but Jordan, have you played a lot of the actual game, like since uh, started? I, yeah, or no? I've been, I've actually been playing more of the main game. I saw the, uh, I saw the like the 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 like little like menu icon for like the cabin, and I was kind of like, um, yeah. I was kind of like, oh, you know, maybe I should do that at some point. Okay, no, first, you know, first the main game. Um, and that's just more of my, like, desire to sort of go through the battle pass and just just get, like, unlock enough, uh, like, V-Buck things so I can, ha- like, I can afford the next one. Um, well, make sure to uh, log in and grab your daily gift. Yes, I am going to definitely do that, not right this second, but, you know, You're too, later, Chris, because I know you play uh, now. 
I do, but I haven't actually touched the the update since like the day went live. Like I I, yeah. I checked um, in and it uh, started yesterday, so you're one gift down already. I don't know if you can collect like two today because you didn't get yesterday's. I'm not sure how that works. Well, I'll I'll, I'll try it later and I'll report in. But uh, yeah. yeah, I gotta make sure to grab mine tonight. Actually, I can probably do that while I'm sitting uh, here. Oh, yeah, you know what? Go do uh, that. No, you know what? Okay, so I'm looking at it right now, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know if there's a the the I guess it's um there's like a the little snowflake icon has a two yep. on it. Oh, um, so you can probably grab your two gifts. So then. yeah, so maybe that Blame. means I have two gifts. Um, I want you guys to be ripped off because you weren't as diligent as me. So I've, Ooh, I've, been, I've been in other Christmas events instead. <laughs> what's this Matrix-looking one in the oh. bottom corner here? The one that I just mentioned? Hmm. Shake to tap, shake uh, hold to open. Do I want to shake it or do I want to open it? Shaking it, it'll make like a noise or something. But Are we streaming? What's give me on? an idea of what's inside it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, here first. <clears throat> uh, oh, it's like a Sentinel. Oh, okay, that's cool. I guess I was Spoiler hoping it would be alert. like. I was I hoping got, it would um, be like Neo or something. I um, think they're called Holly Hatchets. I got some Christmassy pickaxes, which is my jam. A... I've been in like Christmas attire for a few days now. So. So there's that. Okay. Streamed okay, it so, the other day. Uh, I haven't streamed in ages. But I don't have like a change table behind my desk anymore, so I could just this is, straight. I got. I, I gotta say, this fire is nice though. I could just put this on the TV and just like. You I know. might on Christmas morning. Oh, I'm not above it. Holy night. We are a Fortnite family, and we have Fortnite two switches, two TVs, and dual monitors on my PC, and apparently this laptop next to me now. So I'm just gonna put on all the fires. Do here? <laughs> that reminds me, I'm, um, I'm very upset because my my go-to fireplace video is off youtube this year for some reason it was from sphero and it was their bb8 bluetooth droid sitting by a fire and he would just like like occasionally warble and like beep and move around a little bit well i I think i think there's a there's one on uh the adult swim channel it's like rick and morty watching a yule log channel like on like while sitting in front of a yule log Um, we have like kojiko cable 10 and they always play like a christmas fire and christmas music Clearly, none of us have actual fireplaces. <laughs> oh God, no, no! I wish I used to live in my childhood home, but um, yeah. I I switched instead to the uh, Nick Offerman drinks whiskey and just sits there. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That is kind of amazing. That's a great. Or, I, no, sorry, it's it, it's called Ron Swanson actually, but uh, yeah, Nick Offerman's just sitting there drinking whiskey slowly for forty five minutes, staring at you. That's mm. great. I would love that. I'd go to sleep with that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's my paralysis demon just wake up to him staring at you Rick, Rick Offerman <laughs> as Ron Swanson what did I do Ron what did I do to offend you Ron the um, joices on this bed are quite <laughs> unstable um, that was a terrible impression anyway back to really Fortnite bad, actually, yeah, um, yeah <laughs> and, like, good... Fortnite's not the only one everything is like every game that's like live service is rolling out their uh, Christmas events like I was playing Destiny's the other night yeah. Um, oh, Christmas tree. So if you don't play oh, Fortnite, Destiny. there's still plenty of things to do to get You've in got on options. You've got the options. festivities. Um, but yeah, so the in terms of the actual like main game, um, uh, I, I I'm so far I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, the new like the new island is pretty cool. Uh, it's taken some time to get used to. I'm a little upset that uh, there's not a, there's not a like a a lot of like super great places to land. I feel like. My go-to was always Retail Row, and that was like that's been true since like like Gen One really? Fortnite. I love Retail Row. It's such a good place. It's such a good like easy kills. There's a lot I like of finding like finding little sneaky islands that are like off in the middle of nowhere, and then I fish for like an hour. 
finally I... see somebody. It's good times. <laughs> no, I, I love going retail row. There's a lot of lot of good opportunities for chests. Like it's yeah, you can. Were you, you can around do a lot of for um, Tilted Towers? Either I was I was there for Tilted Towers. I everyone always wanted to land there, and I was always like, it's screw that, back. go retail. Have you been um, to like the area where there's a bunch of big ice blocks in the ground? Because that is tilted. And is that supposed to be tilted? Coming. Okay. Right now, the Daily Bugle is like the new tilted. Okay, <laughs> yeah. The Daily Bugle is all right. It kind of sucks. Um, Always. But, uh, but the, I will say, the like web slingers are. <laughs> <laughs> I want pictures of Spider Man. I want pictures of Jordan saying that the bugle sucks. I feel like you should hear that while you're running around in there. And just hear oh him God, yelling yeah. off in the distance. Oh, God. Well, because you know, you know Bring what kind of sucks? boxes of spatter, Matt. I want he's loot a, boxes. He's a, he's a world boss. He's coming. It's not called a world boss. I want juice I want to You get too close to him, he comes for you. No. Just, just well, that, you. With a cigar, yeah. That's, that's, it's part of the reason why I actually didn't like uh, the bugle so much, because it doesn't really feel, like, authentic. Like, it just sort of feels like a building. Um, cause I was like, I was like genuinely trying, like running around looking, it's like seeing if I could find like Jameson's office and stuff like that. And it just like, it just, it, it just sort of feels like a, like a generic building. It's, it's a got building. The, they threw some yeah. webs and some chests in. Yeah, it's, it's got the bugle logo on it, but it's like, if you, if they actually had little like tidbits here and there of like real, like Spider-Man stuff, then that might've been a little bit more fun, but, um, uh, yeah, no, but like, you know, in the, the way you can find, uh, the, you can find the web slinger sort of like, uh, I like, I like the way they did that. There's like little areas where there's like webs. And you, uh, if you look around, you can find a, a backpack. Like Spoiler stuck. alert. Guess what we're all playing this week? <laughs> <laughs> we're breaking routine here, folks. Fortnite. Um, yeah, no, the, the, the web slinging is so satisfying. I can't believe how good it, it is. And just like, again, like seeing, seeing the comparison videos of like the web slinging in Fortnite to the web slinging in uh, Avengers, like it just makes me laugh so hard. Like it is so much fun to swing around. Uh, I don't Fortnite. think I've successfully not died while using them. I I don't know what it is. Give me any video game, like friggin' Mario Kart. I cannot drive. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's a car. Uh, there's a video of me Lugs. on my ex's uh, Instagram that just says, Dana can drive really well. Or fly, <laughs> I think. And I get yeah. in a helicopter. You see me go straight up in the air. I do a loop <laughs> upside down and crash. <laughs> and he's just in his little Fortnite world, just watching, just like, yep, okay. No, I, I, that sums I, I, me up in any video game vehicle. Cannot do it. I don't know, man. I managed I to actually get the V just by like like some person who did that stupid like I'm gonna build a giant structure in five seconds and then just and but then like just like stand there know, after stand out yeah stand near the bottom and do nothing um and I managed to like web sling like around it and I snuck up behind him and just like lit him up and yeah. I was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, and, you know, and, the, and then the tent system is really cool too, because I managed to store some web slingers in a tent. So, you know, if I ever want to bust them out at the start of the oh, match, the web, yeah, them. see, there's people that are not the web slingers, but there's people that are storing, like, uh, if you kill the foundation, he's got some yeah. pretty sweet mythic weapons and they're storing those. Well, the slingers... I just keep storing potions. Like, yeah, mm, that's, I have that's like 47 pack. potions, so they're going there now. It's I'll better. put like a legendary like assault rifle in there. Just it's just like any any weapon that'll like sort of give me the upper hand if I found if I find a tenth like early early game. Yeah. Then um, yeah. the web slingers count as mythic though, so yeah, yeah. I just I hadn't think about that. It's a good All thing right. to have. Okay. I mean, but again, like it's just like the, you know because they're the cool like new items. So why not? Why wouldn't you want them? And they they give you a pretty solid advantage too, right? I just like going wee. Yeah. I, I, I figured they were tied to Spider-Man specifically, so like the end of the battle pass, like I thought everyone trying it out was like 
just buying their way to the battle pass. And stuff. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of like cool, uh, you know, there's a lot of fun little like, um, you know, like the Spider-Man specific emote where he sort of hangs upside down. There's uh, there's one where he does the point meme thing that you can get oh. that made me laugh. Um, yeah, so it's like that, but just like yeah, you know, it's like last season where they had the 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 symbiotes right for the whole like let there be carnage thing that gave you like extra powers and stuff. They always have that one. Which, by the way, I just thing. saw that movie. It was a choice. Was it good? Because <laughs> I mean, it, it looked so. All the videos I saw of it looked super good. <laughs> oh god! I loved I loved oh, seeing Venom? quippy jokester Venom. Away, so you'll watch that this weekend. <laughs> Cracking jokes like you know, it's this, it's the Venom we know and love. <laughs> Cracking wise as he did. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Tom Hardy is going to be in the back of Spider Man somewhere. Yeah. So well, it isn't just yeah, like but... running down a street, just for the record, like oh, straight really? up, just running down a street. He, he, I... I guess during Venom, they were filming. I think it's Spider Man. I could be completely making this up. Some big movie. I'm pretty sure it's Spider Man, though. No, you think you uh, might be thinking of Matrix. No, I don't think I. Well, now I'm gonna. Yeah, go. there's. Oh, yeah, there's a Matrix. Thing, yeah, there was because a Matrix for like. A there's second. yeah, there's a, there's a rumor floating around that Tom Hardy shows up somewhere in the Matrix, but the whole like Venom connection to Spider Man, like they made a whole point at the end of. Let there be carnage that the that the universe is melded together and he's in the Spider-Man universe. So he's got to at least show up like as Venom somewhere or they at least are like will hint at him being there like maybe oh, for the next movie. If they're, if he we just did a news story on it. Like um, I'm going to go find it because I'm a terrible editor now. I don't know what's happening, but it, we did a news so, story on it. in the Matrix. Yeah. OK, yeah. well, I guess they were filming it at the same time and he would just like come hang out on set. So he just like jumped in a couple <laughs> scenes in the background. And that makes me super happy. I love that. That's they a really, shame because really should have been in uh, in yeah. you doing the same thing. Just like, there I am. That's I mean, all I, I would I, do I, in my spare time. Um, I used to watch uh, How I Met Your Mother and Gilmore Girls, and both of those I watched like early seasons of Gilmore Girls. And there's um, Jane Lynch is in one early episode, and she just has like two lines, and that's it. Um, uh, Seth. Rogan. No, Green. not Seth Rogan. No, Myers. No. Yes, Family Guy. McFarlane. McFarlane, wow, that was not close. Uh, he <laughs> is in like an early episode with one line. Um, there's a scene in How I Met Your Mother where they're in the bar and Conan O'Brien's just chilling in the background, says nothing. Oh, like, I he's remember just that. There. Yeah, I love watching old shows for that. Uh, SVU, the people that are like victims on that, or perpetrators, yeah. Norman Reedus. Well, that's like that's like a joke, <laughs> but that was a joke in like SVU that like and like some of the Law and Orders that like the most like famous person like the guest that was guest starring was like obviously the killer yeah so you could just like piece yeah, it together by watching the credits died. yeah i definitely <laughs> do that now as a grown-ass woman anywho yeah. speaking of how anywho. much your father i or how much your mother i saw the how much your father trail last night and i was like i just actually just want to rewatch how much your mother now i don't really really yeah i don't really need this did, did the trailer come out did we not it did out? it came out yesterday yeah my i mean my my first question is why i mean you you watched the for like one time which was like oh, to me is more I than forgot. enough um and re-watching it a second time like uh, the show has not aged well i mean it was it wasn't no, very not. good to begin with but no sitcom know. really does age well i think uh i, I think friends still holds up it, it's no, not like it's not perfect but there's, there's a, lot a lot of good moments like there's a lot of gay panic and uh yeah <laughs> I don't know. You know what? As much as I, as much as it's bad, it still makes me laugh. Where you know, where the well, the episode 
the episode where Joey's Taylor is molesting him, but he doesn't realize. Oh, no. And he's like, that's uh, how they do pants. That's how they do pants. And then Ross is like, that, that's how they do pants in prison. Yeah. It's, it's such a bad a joke, bit. but it's, I know it's so bad. It's like, but it genuinely still makes me laugh. He's just such I an idiot. I think everything that Chandler does does make me laugh. It's bad. Such an idiot. That's how they do pants. <laughs> anyway, we got a little sidetracked. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Come on did. back. What are we moving on to? <laughs> Reviews? Impressions? You tell uh, me, Chris. You're the boss. <laughs> yeah, you're the, the you're boss. hosting this um, off the rails. Don't put the responsibility on me now. <laughs> <For that. laughs> Everybody um, shut up and talk about your impressions. Go. Um, <laughs> I yeah, got so this. I'll I'll jump in there because I didn't have a lot to say about Fortnite. Uh, I've been in the process of reviewing Final Fantasy XIV and Walker, which has been out uh, and the early access started two weeks ago. Uh, I was able to poke around a little bit but on, on my own account, but uh, I'm woefully behind. I wasn't uh, prepared to do the review. Some things changed last minute, so uh, I've actually been playing on an alternate account, uh, getting into the actual story of Endwalker, and it is as good as everyone has been saying. Um, it's every little thing from the last 10 years is starting to kind of tie together mm-hmm. and in a really novel way the writing has stepped up the pacing is better the last few expansions there's been a lot of like you get to a new area and you have to do do some fetch quest stuff to, to like meet the area like get acquainted and stuff and like get your bearings they kind of just skip through that somewhat and it's a little more purposeful mm-hmm. um the right yeah the writing's fantastic and I, I i love where it's going um so yeah, that that review is in, in progress, but uh, it's an MMO expansion. It's an ongoing, <laughs> evolving oh, they're exhausting. thing. And the I've done a few. are so bad. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's rough jumping into an MMO expansion, especially like when I started here at CGM. I had spent a year having children. Like I, you can't MMO well with children when you're home alone with them all day. Mine are brutal so i was so behind in world of warcraft i was so behind in eso and no one else was playing those mmos at the time so they were like here this is yours now i'm like oh okay i'll relearn how to play this because i don't know if you've ever played world of warcraft it literally changes every like six weeks everything you build they're like nope that's not how you do it anymore you need completely different stats now also none of the skills you used to have are there and these are all new ones good luck so i'm like "Ah." I'm, I'm okay. glad I, I, I didn't get too far into wow i, I tried it once to like to see it what it was like me. But, uh... it oh yeah me. it consumed my my life and my soul and it's yeah. so bad now like it was so disheartening going back to it um i think I, I it was like maybe like five years ago i i sat down i had just gotten my alienware uh laptop and i was like no this thing i think could run world of warcraft like let's you know let's get the free trial let's jump back into it like let's see if it's as good as i remember it and they streamlined the shit out of that game like, i probably started so... long after you played though like i i was a latecomer to wow but when i jumped in yeah. it owned me like I, I my my husband at the time the joke was like three nights a week you just hear don't talk to me i'm healing yeah. i'm like that's true don't I, because everyone I, will die <laughs> i jumped into wow i think uh i think wrath of the lich king had just come out um okay that was like the third expansion um yes. yeah and yeah like that was probably like like i, I think I've, I've i've mentioned it before like in terms of like all-time gaming records like that was my longest time played where we did a consecutive 48 hours uh of world of warcraft just, i used to just... book time off at work when a new expansion would come out I'm like sorry i'm gone for like yeah. four or five days and then the queue started and it was not a 
good time for me. You know, it, just... it, 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 it's funny. I I tried it around the time of Miss Pandaria. That's mm-hmm. I started playing WoW the day Miss Pandaria came out. Oh, was it? Because we, we hopped on around the same time, although I didn't yeah. stay. Um, but everyone I, that I hear that I, I talked to that used to play that is like, yeah, it possessed me for the longest time, and I had to get myself out. It's like sound, it sounds like leaving a cult almost sometimes. You yeah, it, no. Like, it li- once you join a guild that you click with and stuff, that's it. You're in, and you're in for life. Yeah. So I did. I did mop. I did uh, Mr. Pins area. Then I did Warlords of Draenor. Uh, I did Legion. I left during Legion. So um, I did yeah. three seasons, or I don't know, three expansions, whatever you want to call them. Pick a game. They're all different names. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, how would we get there? Yeah. Yeah, no, but uh, like I, I see Bum-bum. some of that in 14. There's definitely people who are like that deep into it, but it also doesn't seem to be like, you know, that deeply pervading or as deeply pervading in their lives. You know, it's like they can every... still have lives. Is that what you're saying? They've been yeah, outside like that, since that, it came like, out. <laughs> that insidious uh, like element yeah. of the people's like wow horror stories is just isn't really there. It's yeah, just... I didn't get that f- the same way into um, ESO. Like, I played ESO, pardon me, uh, I played ESO like I play a normal RPG. Like, I, I didn't really care, but WoW got me, man. Got me. Yeah, and WoW, but WoW gave you a lot of, like, ways to just kill time, right? Like, I think, like, of, of those 48 hours, probably, like, maybe six of them was spent for just, like, fishing and, and herb gathering to, like, buff up my, like, jobs. Yep. Absolutely. So. Gotta get those fish oils, man. I had I had alchemy, alchemy and uh, tailoring. Curious how many hours I put into that because, like, I used to keep track. I mean, you know how the switch keeps track of your hours into Animal yeah. Crossing. Chris and I were sharing the their year end report. And I was like, oh, last year was a very different year from this year. Yeah, I I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Like hundreds and hundreds of hours compared to this year. I was like, oh, that's weird because I review games for a living now. But it's, it's not, fine. not on Switch apparently. Yeah, no. no. And I'm the one with the OLED, so like. Mm. Um, oh, I've, I've got an OLED. I just haven't cracked it. Oh, yeah, you do it. now. It's my, it's my Christmas gift, so I, I, I got it. It's weird. I just haven't opened it yet. Yeah, Santa hasn't come yet. I get it. No, I Santa's not, Santa hasn't arrived yet, so I'm Santa not holding doesn't off. Know. But, uh, yeah, that's been, Santa that's been doesn't my... Santa know. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's Thank been my, you. my, that my Chris review experience this week, so... <laughs> While Jordan sings. Uh, what do you got, Jordan? Uh oh okay so uh I couldn't I we couldn't really talk about it last week because we were too busy talking about um all the all the wonderful video game advertisement stuff um but I <laughs> got to <laughs> yeah Jeff Keeley throw some of your ad money at us why don't you no we're, we're, um, we're, we're Canadian get that, get that in. <laughs> yeah uh I uh so I got uh flown all the way to San Francisco um. By, from uh, Canada, the, we don't live from in Canada. Canada. Yeah, I, we've we've <laughs> made that very clear many on two separate podcasts. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that uh, by the uh, the team at uh, Ten Chambers to try out uh, GTFO, which stands for Good exactly foe. what you think it is. Good foe. Um, get foe. Yeah, uh, Good times, fun only. Yeah. Yes. Good times for older boys. Um, <laughs> The B is silent. It's it's a it's no it's it's part of the O. It's like one. It's hyphenated. Uh, The extra B is for BYOB. It's a typo. typo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and uh, it was it was great. It was such it was such an amazing experience. Um, 
like uh, the game itself was so super cool. Um, it's it's very easy to sort of look at it and draw comparisons to uh, Left 4 Dead uh, because it's sort of a four player co op uh, survival based um, like you know round clearing thing. Uh, and you have you know you sort of have like your standard enemies and you have uh, like more like special types. Uh, but it is like punishingly difficult like it is super unforgiving um not not to a point where it is like it feels unfair it it feels a lot like it, it, in a lot of ways it feels like dark souls to me where it's just like it's just it's so super hard but like you know the only thing that's stopping you from progressing is your own sort of like understanding of the level um and then but also like you know uh, a, a really really heavy lean on on cooperation and teamwork um they built the game to be very much uh survival horror uh and it shows in a lot of ways like you know you sort of start around and you like right off the bat you don't have a lot of ammo you don't have a lot of like supplies like you, you can sort of go in with two different guns like a like a a specific like tool kit and that's sort of it um you can find like bed packs and ammo packs but you could you have to like physically carry them and like give them to other people or use them for yourself um so it's just like you you're always sort of like it really like based on that sort of like survival horror lean you're always kind of at a, a slight disadvantage in terms of like what you know how like survival survivability uh plays out so you have to really like coordinate you have to use a lot of stealth um the monsters themselves are like triggered by like noise and light so you have to be like really careful and with how you move um there was one particularly like like just gut-wrenching room that we went into that was just like filled it was like four or five of these massive like giant special enemies <laughs> um and we we literally spent like 20 minutes in that room just like slowly crawling and then the minute they kind of like started like twitching and they were more uh, susceptible to like movement we had to all just like freeze in place and wait for it to stop. And we had to keep track. We were all keeping track of these different monsters that were like twitching in different intervals. And like, it was a, it was a literal nightmare. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, so it was a lot of fun. There's also a sort of like a special, like, uh, like extra game mode uh, where like, whereas the main sort of the main game is like, kind of like going from like, you know, like level to level and just trying to survive to the end. Uh, there's one that sort of like, it sort of like operates on a timer. And at the end of the timer, it's 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 sort of, it's sort of like wave based, so it'll give you like it'll just like start giving you like these like like a rush of enemies, and then it'll give you a couple like couple minutes of. But like it's not like you're not in one specific area the whole time either. It's not like a standard kind of uh, like 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 wave mode. Um, okay. You have to keep like progressing through the level and try to make it to the end. So while you're trying to keep moving and finding supplies, and you know you're being like you know beset by these waves of enemies. Uh, it was really intense, a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was a really, really great time. I got to see a lot of the city. Um, we get, we, you know, we had some, we went to some really amazing restaurants. I met somebody. Um, (laughs) 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 um, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I just, I had a, it was, it was super great. I'm not doing the review. I'm just, this is just my like, you know, personal review for the podcast. Um, uh, who, who did we give it to? We gave it to, uh, Joe. So Joe's doing the actual review because, you know, obviously if I do the review, it's conflict of interest. So I'll just do it. Um, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I know Joe's been having a rough time with it. Um, he's not super happy about it. Like he messaged me. He was just like, he's like, I fucking hate this game. And I was he just does. Like, <laughs> he's just, cause he's, he's, yeah, I, I, I said, I tried to say, I'm like, I know, I know it's really hard. You got to take some time to get into it. It's just, um, 
So I just I hope just I hope he's extra. I nice watched because... him uh, stream it the first day. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was watching him play it. What did he say? Uh, he okay. So it was really glitchy the first day, like getting yeah, into they, a they party. They it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Like that was the day that that he was saying that to me anyway, because like it took him an hour to get into a party, like. Mm-hmm. Just nothing was working. Nothing was working right. And then he got into a party with like a really bossy guy who was just like, "This is how you play, and I will tell you, and I know everything, and you know nothing." To everybody, oh and these other guys are like, mm. "This game's been guy. out for like six minutes. Maybe calm yourself." Well, no, you know, it's it. They had it. It was in. It was in uh, early access for like a year or two. So it, it actually did develop a pretty like um, dedicated fan base. Um, I wanted. To, I I wanted to play with him because I kind of said like you know just because. I, I, I was fortunate enough to play with one of the devs, right? So he was kind of walking us through it, but he was also being very cool sure. and having a and having a good time with us like playing because the whole time I was playing too, we we were recording videos. So I was like being extra jokey and extra stupid because I wanted to like make it like put it on my own YouTube channel. Um yeah. and he was just rolling with it and having a really good time with us. Oh, that's um, good. But yeah, like I kind of wanted, I wanted to play with him because I was kind of like, you know, I could probably like help him understand what this game's about while also being cool about all of it. Um uh, but my my laptop, uh, even despite the fact that I thought I had minimum specs to run the game, it didn't seem like it wanted to run at all on my poor little <laughs> Surface Book 2. So fingers crossed, it works on my Surface Book 3. <laughs> yeah, good luck, good luck. With good with luck. a bet with a slightly better uh, NVIDIA GeForce card and a bit and some more RAM. <laughs> I'm hoping it's a solid enough machine to run it. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was uh, it was great. So just uh, you know, Joe, if you're listening, please be nice because they flew me out to friggin' San Francisco. Well, that's, <laughs> that's why he's reviewing it, not you. Oh, well, that's how partial, works. No, notice I'm not reviewing the Huawei stuff. I can tell you all the specs, but we're not going to talk about how I feel because there was like a Michelin star meal in there. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they put me up in a really nice hotel. The, the yeah. restaurants we went to were so great. Uh, the sushi place we went to the second night was oh, oh, oh so good. Chris, you next? We're gonna get you out of there. Get you away from the wife and kids. Oh, Ship you, meant, you off. Next, next for that? Okay, no, I, I was just trying to resist the urge to go get or like uh uber sushi? eat some sushi or something. No pizza tonight's pizza. <laughs> oh my god, I you know, I had pizza, pizza, pizza and McDonald's today. Oh, you're oh, gonna Jesus die. Christ. Oh my god, I know. I feel so gross right now. You're actually going to die. And I'm, this was and the I'm last drinking. time we're ever going to talk to Jordan. <laughs> You're dying tonight. Tomorrow, his messages will only come from the bathroom. I'm sorry. I said it. I said it. I said it. I was going to say the morgue, but, you know. Uh, what no, actually are you first. reviewing uh, recently, Dana? <gasps> Nothing. <gasps> I'm no. reviewing a lot of things, wow. but I got to do something really cool this week. I yes. got to go to the Toronto premiere oh. for Matrix Resurrections. Tell us I who got you saw, be... Dana. I got to be like a solid six feet away from Keanu Reeves. Ah! He came into our theater. So they shut down the entire, it's the Scotiabank Theater in Toronto. Mm -hmm. They shut down the entire theater. Even Google Maps is like, this place is closed. (laughs) For me, it's not. It was blurred out. It didn't exist. (laughs) They digitally removed it from the street. It, it was cool. Like I've never been to a premiere event like that. I've been to see a few movies before they've come out, but this was like a full blown premiere. They had lights on the streets. Um, giving like the make the matrix print whatever oh that's cool uh covering the building when you go inside like every area between each step was that print it was on the walls it was everywhere um 
there's a big glass area that you could see when we first walked in like you could see Keanu Reeves being interviewed by people and I was like oh my god he's right there and somebody beside behind me had stopped and there were a ton of people this place was packed like had this been scheduled for this weekend it would not have gone well happened, yeah. but um so this place was packed and uh a girl behind me stopped and all i hear is this really big man just go lady you gotta move and I was like, ah! <laughs> i'm just running i'm like no thank you um so that was cool uh i think it's like 12 or 14 theaters they have every single one was playing the matrix uh they were all different groups we were in the warner brothers theater there was one for twitter there was one for fan expo um i can't remember the others but they were all different like groups of people it was also packed and it turns out that Keanu Reeves did not come into every theater, which I thought was really weird. Like we talked to somebody after and they were talking about this weird video they played before. And I was like, but did he come in there? No. Okay. So we got really lucky. He came in, gave a little speech. It's up on our TikTok and mine, um, but it, it was <laughs> really cool. Yeah. Yeah. My, actually, I think it's on my Instagram, not my TikTok. It will be you soon. Got to be in the presence of a time traveling, like time defying god. How did you feel? It was pretty cool. Uh, Keanu fantastic. Reeves in real life is the exact same as Keanu Reeves in yeah. everything. I've, that I've, is just who he is, and I'm good. With I've it. heard that. Yeah, basically every everyone who's ever talked about Keanu Reeves have just has just said like on and off set like he's just a super down to earth guy. Like yeah. he's really chill. Like you can just he you can just go in. up and talk to him. Yeah, he came in and uh, was talking about like how he was raised in Toronto, went to school here, and all that stuff. So it was pretty cool. Uh, he really liked looking at the poster behind him. And then we saw the movie. <laughs> what? We and saw it the was movie. a movie that you can't talk about. Uh, I can't talk about like I'm not the one doing the review. Um, Brendan will be writing the review that comes out on Tuesday. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I I. Yeah, I can't say a lot. So it, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I have seen all the Matrix movies, but keep in mind they started coming out in 1999. I was 10. Can, can, so. you, can you confirm at least one thing for me? Ask away, darling. Is Hugo Weaving in it? No. Oh, I knew he wasn't going to be, and no. it just made me so now sad. I'm like, maybe I'm wrong because like, I'm he, really bad with. He was the original like, Agent Smith. Yeah, no. I, I'd um, be shocked because he had some comments of a comment back for that, I think, specifically. Oh. It was either that or Lord of the Rings, so I'm pretty sure it was Matrix. Uh, he had some comments about, like, why would I go back to that? Yeah. Here's was, the thing. So, like, if it. you look at the cast, the cast is pretty was... stacked. I, I I, cannot say this gentleman's name. Um, I, that makes me a bad person. Uh, the gentleman that plays Morpheus, he was in Candyman. He mm -hmm. was awesome and beautiful. Like, I saw men after the movie that were like, he is gorgeous. I'm like, I know. I know. Um, Christina Ricci's in the movie for fun. I really don't oh, know cool. why. Can't can't tell you why she's there, but she is. Uh, um, Jonathan Groff actually uh, plays Smith. That's on IMDb. So I yeah. That. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and I was kind of like, I really hope they do a thing where it's like, you know, because it's all like the weird, like is it a memory like what is everything that was about the first three matrix was was wrong or whatever like that he's like yeah it's gonna be jonathan groff as smith for a bit but then you know maybe maybe hugo weaving comes up i and actually it's like, really like the way that they played it out um at yeah. the beginning there's a little bit of cheese but uh i i like the way the story went i really enjoyed the way that 
that they played it out. Mm-hmm. Again, at the end, there's kind of some cheese, but I feel like that's, that's just the Matrix way. Uh, Jonathan Groff, I really enjoyed. Um, he I He's, know him he from good. Glee. So I was like, wait well, a second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's the that's the yeah. funny thing. So so I first so I you know I didn't realize Jonathan Groff was Kristoff initially when I saw <laughs> the Frozen. So the first my first like real exposure to Jonathan Groff was in Mindhunter, and then when I went and saw Frozen two, and they were doing like like the pre screen, and they were doing like the like the cast interviews, I see him there, and I was like, holy shit, like he's he's Kristoff. Like now I'm gonna hear him singing, and all I'm gonna think about is his character from Mindhunter. Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. See, yeah. I know him from Glee. He was a dill hole on Glee, but he was beautiful and I still loved him even though he was a better King of England and Hamilton, you swine. That's true. But but going from like Glee to this, I was like, this is going to be so bad. And I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Again, I won't say much. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, because he's in the yeah, he shows up in the trailers, right? So we kind of knew he was there. Yeah, oh, he, yeah I'm on IMDb. Like, like, I am only talking really about what's on IMDb thing. right now to be safe. Which, okay. by the way, there's a gajillion reviews on IMDb. I don't know why we're not allowed to say anything, but we're just gonna leave it at that. Uh, well, Priyanka I just, I just, Jones is in it. Um, I just looked up um, why apparently why Hugo Weaving said he wasn't in it, and it just apparently just it it, all, it turns down to uh, to like Schedule. scheduling conflicts. Yeah. yeah, like he said that he. Initially, he kind of said that he like wasn't sure if he wanted to be in it because he did three, but then uh, like Lily and Lana came up and he read the script and it was so good that he like wanted to be in it, but he was like he was doing a play at the time, so he couldn't, and it just uh, just didn't work out. So that's a real shame. Yeah, um, I love Hugo Weaving. I will say uh, Jessica Henwick uh, plays a character called Bugs. Uh, I adored her, like <laughs> adored her. Um, was she the white rabbit that needed to be followed? I'm saying nothing. So she's Bugs. Funny. I'm kind of sad she's in that because I heard that she had the chance to be in Shang-Chi, presumably mm-hmm. as Colleen Wing, which was the best part of Iron Fist by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, but she chose Matrix instead. So I'm like, does that mean she won't be back as Colleen Wing? We could have had her in. Uh, have you watched Hawkeye? Yes. Okay. I got a bunch of Hawkeye spoilers yesterday. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know how much the world knows and what I can say and cannot say. But <laughs> I also love her. Um, but yeah, I really like the... I don't know. Can anybody that's not Keanu Reeves and Carrie on Moss, can we just refer to them as the supporting cast, even though they all had major sure. roles? The I loved the entire supporting cast. Like I said, Priyanka Chopra, uh, I'm going to say it wrong, Priyanka Chopra jo- Jonas. People are still like, that's a Jonas Brothers wife. And I'm like, nope, that's the girl in the Matrix. And she came <laughs> out, So that is all I'm going to say. There are no actual details there. I enjoyed the movie. I'm sure I also have complaints. So do with that what you will. Just real quick, how do you feel about like the Matrix sequels? Like, I didn't remember them. Okay. Does that say enough? It does. Yeah, no, <laughs> it like, is. yeah. I remember the one I saw when I was ten. So on our way to the movie, I'm like, I should probably catch up. I have a, again, we've discussed a million times every podcast. My memory for things, I could watch a movie and leave and be like, I have no idea what that character's name was. No <laughs> I think. I so think it they're... takes me a bit of refreshing, but I still remember like the first Matrix. Yeah. So, because i think i think the i think the thing about like the 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 whole matrix trilogy is like like just just thinking back on them because you know when i was in high school i watched the matrix trilogy probably more than i've watched like any movie in my life um with the exception of maybe like blade runner and (laughs) tron um and And this other list (laughs) no no those are those i mean those are like my two favorite movies um but like uh maybe kung fu panda too um 
and the thing i think the thing about it is that like because if i'm not mistaken it was it was never intended to be a trilogy right like the popularity of the first matrix movie kind of like um really like the this like it was it uh paramount um really like really pushed to do it to do a, like a, a trilogy because of like how like you know how successful the first movie was um and i think that like the first matrix movie at the time was like so revolutionary in terms of like storytelling and action and just like what it did that no like sequels were ever going to live up to it um but at the same time i think it's you know it's also the thing where like those sequels and even the first movie to a certain degree are really cheesy and i think they came out at a time where we were taking those kinds of things like very seriously mm-hmm. so like thinking back to a, like the like the second matrix movie like not being great but having a lot of really really good action scenes and like you know uh a semi subpar like story you know especially with the whole like agent smith taking over you know actual people um outside of the matrix like was a little weird and then the third movie like takes an hour to get started because neo is just like stuck in you know the upside down for a little bit um like it's just it's a very very bizarre movie or you have a couple bizarre couple of movies but if you just sort of like lean into the cheesiness like they're they still hold up like there's still a lot of fun like and, a, and really enjoyable to watch mm. Yeah. Here's something I'm gonna say really quickly. We're gonna we're gonna change that. Well, unless Chris, do you have something to say about the Matrix before I'm a jerk? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say like yeah, people still take it very seriously because there is like there's certain pockets of uh, unsavory individuals on on the internet that still use you know the pill terms and stuff like from, from the <laughs> Matrix. Uh, here's just... here's a little secret, guys. It's actually if you pay attention to the movie, it is actually a secret story of Lana Wachowski like coming out as a transgender woman. Um, that's something else i was going to get into too is that i'm curious to rewatch it now because like mm-hmm. i was what we know I, I was like 12 or 13 or so when the matrix came out and i think i appreciated it enough at the time but i also haven't rewatched the sequel since then and i was mm-hmm. like i enjoyed them uh like the second one uh returns or whatever uh or whatever they call it anyways the second one uh, like i reloaded I, I, I thought that was a fun oh it's great the 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 the, the the fight scene with the swords and shit in the grand hall like that is like one of the most like intricately choreographed fight scenes i, I, I ever put to film like yeah at least but in my then, opinion i love it but then like the third one was like okay yeah <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot of the same series it's a lot oh, of exposition God. yeah there's not a there's not a whole lot of action in it too a lot of, not a lot of good fight scenes like you know there's and the big the war and the, for the exposition that's there is also like it's what? so yeah it's so heavy-handed <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm i'm very curious to rewatch the trilogy and like hopefully this hits crave in uh in canada I'm not sure where we stand on that. I, I, I never really know if we're going to get stuff on Crave that should be yeah. from HBO well, Max. And, um, and, 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 and sorry, not to cut you off, Chris. No, go ahead. If you're finished um, with your point. Um, no, and, and that's what I mean. Like going back to it, like, you know, when you when you look at the first Matrix movie, like um, it, like it really is such a deeply personal story, like to, you know, Lana Wachowski. Um, and so much of that is reflected on the screen, right? Like, you know the whole like the whole like subtext of the fact that like um you know agent smith constantly refers to neo as mr anderson throughout the movie is like him essentially like dead naming him right like it's like mm. you know it's he's he's trying to be like who he in like who he knows he is like you know the matrix represents who you actually are 
Um, even I think I think the whole thing about the character of of Ghost was like, or uh, was, was that her name? Was it Ghost or was it Switch? No, the girl, the girl with the really. the girl with the white hair and the and the and the white jacket and stuff. She was supposed to be. She was supposed to be like like essentially transgender. Like in outside the Matrix, um, they were like personified as like as like a male like person or as like you know as like with male characteristics and then when it went in the matrix they're like like the way that they were represented would, would have been like more female right so mm. it's that whole idea that like you know when you're in the matrix you see yourself as you want to see yourself and then you know the whole the whole subway fight too was the whole like the idea that like you know because like lana wachowski almost did commit suicide uh at, at one point by throwing herself onto a subway track but then she like at the last minute like chose not to um, and that's where a lot of that fight scene, like a lot of like this, the sort of the subtext in it is that whole thing, right? Like, like Smith holding Neo like towards the tracks and saying like, you know, like you hear that it's the sound of inevitability. And he's like, my name is Neo. Like, mm. it's like him, like coming to terms with like his actual identity. Like, so a lot of that is a lot of her, her own internal struggle is put up on the screen in like that movie. Mm -hmm. And that like to have to build two sequels off of that, that have like nothing to do with the director's own like you know vision and 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 like personal the like personal trauma and and journey like it's like how were you ever going to make like you know movies out of it that didn't end up just being sort of cheesy uh you know yeah because like one of, one of the one of the main things i still remember from the third one is just like the old the heavy-handed christ imagery oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah like that's the one of the things the few things well... i remember about it is just like that image of them and like it's so on the crucifix like okay what happened here it's this it's to so, be a more subtle thing it's so funny to go back to and and i remember when i was like when i was a, a, a stupid pompous teenager and like the the whole the whole merovingian scene where they're at dinner and he's like going on that belabored speech about like whatever bullshit he was talking about and i sat sitting there as a kid or you know as a teenager be like this is the smartest movie dialogue i have ever heard and now you go back to it, it's like this is this is nothing like it's just stupid like it's yeah. it's completely empty like this is just sounding smart for the sake of sounding smart there's a definite uh, disparity there but it's just family guy level brian intelligence we also got like uh one of the best parodies ever from the second movie when when the when the movie the mtv music uh, movie Awards oh my god parody. yes just an honorable mention there won't get too deep into that yes uh, it, they it, actually it, they, they give us that so you know they included that as a bonus feature the dvds of major yeah that yes. was <laughs> well you know what and, 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 and we got a lot we got so much good good content out of that like you know remember remember the 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 enter the matrix video game or the path of neo which oh my god if you have not played the path of neo find it and play it it is a riot like it is a riot it just you know just just I just want to give you some context for like, for, you know, and, and I'm going to get into spoilers here, but the ending of that game is one of the best endings any video game has ever had. So you do, you know, so for the most part, it kind of follows all three movies. It throws in a lot of like extra craziness on top of like just following the movie. Yeah. But when you get to the end and you get to the big climactic fight scene with, uh, with against the, you know, agent Smith, and he's all the different Smiths. You you basically complete it up to the part where it happens in the movie, and then it cuts to a white screen, and uh, the Wachowskis, who were still you know the like pre transition at the time, they they come in as these little Atari characters, and basically it's like in the white room with the ch with the leather chairs, 
and basically explain how they never wanted the way that the matrix uh revolutions ended to be the ending and they thought that like the way like neo defeats smith was kind of stupid and they would have preferred if like all the smiths like formed together to make one giant super smith and you have to like fight him um and that's <laughs> literally here actually that's literally no, they, yeah they, they just like form together like ants and they just make one giant version of like he's like he's like he's like you know like a kaiju version of smith and it's like and I, and and i swear to god so you fight him like that um and then once you beat him, it like plays the ending of the movie where like, you know, it's like that one young guy is like, he did it. But for whatever reason, they chose to put Queens. We are the champions over top of that scene. And it is amazing. Like, like me and my buddy, we, we beat that game. We were like, yeah, again, we were like teenagers at the time. And we sat there in like silence for 10 minutes, just like, processing what just happened <laughs> and then we could not stop laughing like we just died from how stupid that ending was like <laughs> it is it is fantastic <laughs> i think at, at one point you end you're, you're fighting like giant ants as neo like as the one it's right. it's it's a riot oh my god and there was the mmo that nobody played the matrix mmo which might also have bearing on uh, what happened to Morpheus. Explain why <laughs> yeah. he's not by the He disappeared. Is uh, it maybe because Larry Fishburne's too old to be for this shit? <laughs> well, that too, but also like, yeah, apparently they killed off uh, Morpheus in the MMO. So, like, oh, did they? Like, apparently, yeah. And apparently uh, all that stuff is supposed to be canon too. Like all the, the, yeah, the, the, the animated tricks in the games and everything is supposed to be canon. So it's like, that explains why he's played by a younger actor. He was reborn. That's yeah. hilarious. I didn't know that. I just, I remember all the, all the, the, the talk about those games, about how every like build, every room and every building was supposed to be like accessible and you could like run around. And if you did too much crazy shit, like neat, like agents would like, would spawn in and hunt you mm -hmm. down. And yeah, cause uh, any games ever, ever uh, delivered on that. Before. Oh yeah. It, apparently, it was, apparently it was, it was literally like, it was like nothing. It was like two thirds, not even two thirds of a game. Like it was like it just like, an eight of a video game. Like it was so bad. Hmm. Anywho. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> well on that, uh, yeah, on that happy that's, note, that's going to do it for us this week, actually. Uh, go see the matrix and go see Spider-Man if you can safely. Uh, I am dying to go see at least one of those two things. Yes, uh, and mine's mine spoilers out there, folks. People can't get to theaters <laughs> so easily. Yeah. Um, if you do want to read any more on these topics, however, and uh, and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be, be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag, and you'll find us. We have a pretty uh, wicked PlayStation contest going on right now. Yes, I'm going to shout out controller, bunch of games, uh, three months PlayStation Plus on Twitter. Ooh. Yes, highly recommend. Do It'll check it. And it's just on Twitter. Uh, yeah, you have to enter on Twitter, but you can find it on our other socials to get to the Twitter. You have to retweet it, like us, follow us, like and, it, follow us. And while, while you're there, keep following for the uh, for the random Xbox code giveaway we've been doing as well. So. Mm -hmm. And we have a big giveaway coming out on New Year's Eve. Oh. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, <laughs> If you if you enjoyed today's discussion, uh, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. Or tell your friends. Uh, Dana, where can people find you? Uh, I am now at the Dana Eileen. Good luck.
<laughs> I, I I actually had to go over the audio uh, for the last podcast, and I don't think you spelt your name right, like at all. Like it was such a D A Y N A E I L E E N. Yeah, that's how you did it last week. That's white girl wasted. <laughs> last week. I for, did it last for, week. I don't for, even for remember re- that. For reasons, yeah, for reasons that we won't get into. <laughs> I don't even remember that part of last week. Yeah. This is like late Friday yeah. night podcast, man. Good this times. Is a really late podcast. Uh, yeah. Jordan, where can people find you? You can find me at Ninja X Jordan, all one word, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, and you can find me on YouTube at Ninja Hyphen Jordan Reviews. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H O O G A T H Y, or on twi- at Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. We'll catch you next week for a Christmas Eve episode, roughly. Oh, I Maybe, guess so. yeah. And if we don't, uh, talk are we gonna to Carol? Uh, I don't know. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Let's let's workshop that later. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, enjoy uh, enjoy the holidays. Stay safe uh, with the new restrictions, at least for us here in Ontario. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week.